Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. This is Tom Wallace. Well, this is day three of what I'm calling uh, the menace of the Middle East. We're moving to our attention to Iran. But before we get to Iran, we are still kind of making a, you know columns and saying, okay, this country, we're going to put them as uh, peaceful partners with Israel. We don't have to worry about them joining in the war. And this country, we're not sure. We're going to put them in the question mark here and uh, not so sure. And then this country over here, this definitely, they, they are lining up to fight with, we can call them an enemy. So enemies, allies, and maybe question marks. That's what we've been talking about the last few days in the region. And we have covered a lot. We've talked about Syria, Turkey, Iraq, Bahrain, the United Arab Emirates, Yemen, Sudan, Egypt, Morocco. and Now, countries like Algeria and Libya. Algeria, I'm going to put them in the friendly side. I can't see them coming into uh, the fight yet. Tunisia, Tunisia and Libya. Yeah, they're certainly f- fundamentalist sides there. And so I'm going to put them in the enemy side. I can't see them as being allies with Israel yet. Now, they might surprise us like Sudan has, but we'll see. But I want to draw your attention to Saudi Arabia, because that is the biggest question mark. And I finished yesterday's broadcast talking to you that they were very, very close to signing the Abraham Accords to normalizing relations with Israel. And if Saudi Arabia normalizes relations with Israel, be sure that Egypt will come in, and so will Jordan. And with these three large Arab Muslim populations normalizing relations with Israel, it will be almost game over for Iran. Iran cannot afford to let that happen. And I believe that the attack of October 7th was initiated when it was so that it might scuttle the efforts of Saudi Arabia signing the Abraham Accords. There was a lot of fear of them doing that. And usually the case is that when Hamas attacks Israel, Israel responds with their rockets and, and stuff. And when they do, the international community starts beating up Israel and and uh, demanding that they cease uh, their hostilities and they get a bad reputation for simply trying to defend themselves. Well, it hasn't worked for them this time, and they thought that it would. They thought if Israel, you know, really puts its attack on Hamas, certainly all the other nations will come in. You know, it will trigger another war in that region, but it has not. What's going on in the Middle East? What I'm reading from this, there is an appetite to get rid of the fundamentalism in the region. And largely that fundamentalism is in two locations, Iran and Palestine. The Palestinians are pickled in their hatred and fundamentalism, and Iran is funding every effort 
to try to destroy the Jews. And the others in the region, they just pretty much want to have peace. And they don't see Israel as the troublemaker. Now, they do talk a little bit of language that, you know, they've got to kind of sound like they're not happy with Israel. But the truth is, the tide has been turning. And time is running out for Iran. Because all the players that used to be, even though they didn't like each other, Saudi Arabia and Iran don't like each other one bit at all. They've got great amount of, of animosity and hatred towards each other, and that's been going on for, for centuries. They could all agree on the fact that they all did not want Israel to succeed. Now the winds have changed, and many of these nations are now not so much against Israel and looking to sign on to the Abraham Accords. And so we're seeing and an interesting dynamic developing there. And one of the people that's changing things is a young man who is now the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Salman, MBS as we tend to refer to him. He has risen to power over and above his older brothers. The king has has set him as the leader of the nation. And he first served as the finance minister and as a young man was doing some remarkable things for the country. And now his father has dubbed him, above his older brothers, to be the crowned prince. And he is moving the kingdom into reform. And he has what he calls the 2030 vision for the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. There's some very interesting things that this man is doing. One of the things he's doing, he's building this line city, Neom, a $500 billion investment. Now, these people have money, more money than they have uh, sense to use. And they're building this amazing structure This line city that is, I think, 150 miles long, less than 100 feet wide, but I think it's about 100 feet tall. It's like three levels. You live in the city. It's like a huge mall, but in it has stadiums and and everything, and it's just an amazing uh, thing. The reforming of that they're doing in the region. If you're not familiar with Joel Rosenberg, uh, I hope one day you kind of read some of his books. He is an American Jew. He lived in America for a long time. Now he lives in Israel. He's an author and a reporter. He writes a lot of fiction, and his fiction books all deal with the Middle East. And they're, they're riveting. I don't read a lot of fiction. I don't have time for it. But when I'm in the car... I will listen to his books, and they're fascinating. And in a number of his books, he has taken certain people and made them heroes. One, about three of his books, he's got King Abdullah from Jordan as a hero of fighting terrorism in his country. That came to be known to the king 
And so somehow the two of them have met, and a friendship has been born. Joel Rosenberg is a Christian. He is a very versed in his Christianity and very vocal about it. He has taken the lead and has had meetings with leaders in the Middle East, delegations uh, of Christians from America, meeting with leaders over there, meeting with King Abdullah, and the crown prince of Saudi Arabia heard about this and said, come, bring your delegation to meet with me as well. And so they did. And al-Sisi in Egypt got in on this as well. And the meetings were extremely positive. And as a result of these meetings, as I said earlier on when we were talking about al-Sisi in Egypt, that they have made great strides in healing some of the relationships that Jews, sorry, that uh, that Muslims have persecuted Christians in their nation and burnt down churches and so on. There, well, the government has rebuilt these churches and has built more churches and are encouraging evangelicals to come into the nation. This evangelical delegations that's been going on in Jordan, in Egypt is opening doors for Christian missions to begin in these lands. Not quite yet in Saudi Arabia, but things are moving in that direction. The crown prince fired over 11,000 imams in their country, removed them from their positions as pastors over their mosque because they were fundamentalists and put in moderates into these congregations. Now, first of all, I, I live in a land and I appreciate my freedom of religion and freedom of speech and stuff. And so, you know, I wouldn't want my king or my government to have the power to do that. But in in uh, Saudi Arabia, they have that power. They don't have those freedoms yet there. And so the fundamentalists have been removed out of the uh, out of their positions of preachers in their country and have been replaced with moderates. And a lot of this is going on in Egypt, Jordan, and uh, Saudi Arabia now. I imagine that's going on in UAE as well. I just don't have any of the documented proof that I can say that it's happening. But uh, signs of all these things are going on. Now, I don't have the time to get into something else that I really want to. So you're going to have to hang around for tomorrow's broadcast because I'm going to answer, answer this question. If, and I've been preaching this, if the Antichrist comes from the Muslims, which I believe he will, I believe that Islamic uh, teaching of the, of the Antichrist, their Mahdi and Isa and their fight with the man that they call the false Mahdi, uh, the that all their eschatology is just like ours, but from the opposite side, from the mirror version, from the enemy side. And I believe that all the things that are pointing to to Islam being where the Antichrist will come out from, and according to my Bible, I believe it will be that way. And I want to share with you tomorrow, does the Antichrist, if he's alive today, does he have a face? And if he does... Who might that be? Who might the Antichrist, 
the Islamic Antichrist, if he's alive today, who would I call to be that person? If you join me in tomorrow's broadcast, I'll reveal that to you. And um, it'll be a shocker. But I believe what I'm saying, of course, certainly all uh, a guesswork on my side. But I think that there's some things behind it that will be probably accurate. Well, that's going to be it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you. We want to thank you for tuning in to our radio program today. We believe that our programming brings strength and courage to the saints across North America. I'd like to talk to you about the impact of a $10 monthly donation. Did you know that just $10 a month can help us reach even more people with our message of strength and courage? Your donation allows us to continue producing high-quality programming, reaching out to new audiences, and sharing truth of God's Word with those who need it most. But it's not just about the numbers. Your donation also helps us to bring comfort to those who are going through difficult times, to inspire those who are struggling with their faith, and to connect people with a community of believers who can offer support and encouragement. Giving $10 each month is what we call the Army of Ten, an army donating just $10 a month. It is easy to set up a recurring donation from your bank card. You can set up a recurring gift yourself safely and securely online at our website, fortressoffaith.com, and click the Donate button. Or you could simply give us a call to set it up for you. The number to call is 800-616-0082. Again, that number is 800-616-0082. Please call now to become a member of the Army of Ten. The number to call is 800-616-0082. Thank you.